In this episode, I'm going to be talking about the goals that you should not set for new years. I see it, I hear it all the time, and I want to talk about this and what to do instead if you really want to transform your relationship in 2021. Let's go. The real question is this. How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 87 of the Journey to Marriage show. This is Rafi, your host, and I'm alone today. And today I want to talk about the New Year's resolutions that you should not set for 2021. I know we're already in 2021, and some of you might have already set all of your goals, which good on you, because I know we encourage all of you guys to start setting your goals in December. But if you haven't already, and you're like, you know what, I should probably have a more intentional year to plan and to achieve more and to become more. Um, for others and for God. And if that's you, I'm going to share with you what you should not set in the New Year's when it comes to goals. And I see it a lot. I hear it from a lot of people. And um, I think it's something that we need to start to get away from if we really want to experience the transformation that we're trying to experience in our life, in our relationships, in our careers, so on and so forth. So for those who don't know me, and most people don't, if you're listening to this right now, um, a lot of people don't know that I struggled a lot with social anxiety growing up. I was very shy. I lacked self-confidence I was an introvert. I was the shy Asian kid, quiet kid in the dark shadows, trying to fit in wherever I could, but afraid to even interact with anybody. And when I would interact with somebody, it would be so awkward, you guys, so bad. Um, and I was just like a terrible communicator. And it makes sense because that's why a lot of my past relationships failed. Because I was a bad communicator and uh, I, I just didn't have confidence in myself. But I did desire to overcome this. I, I wanted to, to get over this because it was just like taking a toll in my life. I was having a difficult time connecting with other people. And it kind of got to the point where I felt like a desire to serve. To serve in whatever setting it was. I don't know what God was was uh, pulling me at the time, but there, like in my heart, I have like a heart to serve and to to coach, to help others. But I knew deep down that I would not be able to do it to the best capacity with my confidence level um, at that time. This is like during middle school, high school time frame. 
And I remember when I was trying to learn how to overcome this and like going on this journey, I had a lot of beliefs and self doubts that you know what, like I'm I'm too shy. You know, I just grew up this way. I'm introverted. This is just the way I am. Like that. This is how God designed me to be. Like I'm just gonna be the shy Asian kid. And all these things, these self doubts, and I knew these were lies from the devil. Now looking back at it, because the Lord, the Lord calls us to greatness. And if you think about the disciples, the first disciples, they were not the shyest people. They are the most bold, courageous men and women out there um, sharing sharing the, the message of Jesus to everyone they knew, even if it meant them having their life taken away from them. So anyways, yeah, I knew all these were lies. And I remember one of my mentors, and it's funny because I just watched a podcast. Oh, no, I just watched a, a conference about uh, the new year and really just being intentional about this new year, what to do differently, how to release and let go of the things that were holding me back in 2020 so that I can do more, I can serve more in 2021 and do and have more clarity of what God is calling me to do. And uh, there is a woman named Mel Robbins where he t- she talks about goals. And one thing that she shared with everybody that really stuck out to me was that she was talking about how, you know, when you set goals, it's not really about achieving the goal. What's more important is who you become in the process of achieving the goal. And it really stuck out to me because I remember back in the day when I was when I was trying to get on this whole journey, I was struggling with this. And whenever I would set goals, I, was, I would try to set goals that were easy, something that would be attainable, something that wouldn't push me out of my comfort zone. And then I remember from my mentors and from Mel, just like this, this message that it's not about achieving the goal. It's about who you become in the process of achieving these goals. And that caused me to go on a journey to do things differently, to start setting bigger goals that'll make me feel like literally uncomfortable and just out of my comfort zone. And it kind of got me to the point where since I was trying to overcome my social anxiety and my and improve my communication skills, I joined this organization called Toastmasters. And for those who do not know about this organization. It's where you eat a bunch of toast and you just sit around the table and talk about your lives. No. Uh, Toastmasters is a public speaking and leadership development where you're in a small, intimate group of people and you practice your communicating in front of these people because that is the number one fear that most people experience in their life, public speaking. And I figured like, if I can get over this fear of public speaking and social anxiety, then there's really nothing else that I should be afraid of, but maybe like the deep blue ocean. Yeah, I think I'm always going to be afraid of the deep blue ocean. Like I can't, I can't even fathom. I would have these dreams where I would be like in a helicopter and just drop into the deep blue ocean at night and 
die. Anyways, I'm still going to be afraid of that. Anyways, yeah, I joined Toastmasters and I wanted to figure this whole thing out. And through this journey, I remember in the beginning, I, I had my first speech in front of people and I was just there being a guest. This is my first meeting. I wasn't even intending to to talk in front of people. And I remember there, there's this thing called a table topics where they pick a topic for you and then you have to speak impromptu for a minute or two about this topic. And I thought like a minute or two would be super simple, but when you're in front of people, man, that's the longest minute or two I've ever experienced in my life. And it got to the point where someone asked me a question about sports and I don't watch sports at all. So I literally stood in front of everybody and just looked at everybody. And it was so awkward. Like not a word came out of my mouth. And man, it was just terrible. And then it got to the point where it was so silent that the the mo- the monitor, the person who was leading that meeting gave me another like really simple question that I don't even remember how I answered it. I just kind of like started spouting a bunch of words and I sat down. I'm like, I'm never going to go to this meeting again. I'm scarred for life. So in the beginning, it was like really hard. Um, it was really pushing me out of my comfort zone. But I knew that this is what I had to do because it was more about who I would become in this process. It's not about achieving this goal of being the best public speaker or whatever. I just wanted to become a more confident person in the process. And through this whole process, I started being more confident in leading in leadership and starting ministries in the churches that I served when I was in the military. I mean, being able to do this right now, (laughs) sharing my message on a podcast is not something I would have been able to do years ago before I started on this journey of setting goals that were bigger than me, that were, that would push me out of my comfort zone, you know, and now I'm able to continue to inspire, empower people from, from around the world to, to live great, intentional and holy lives and ultimately married the love of my life. Because imagine me socially awkward, Rafi trying to talk to girls. Yeah, it didn't work out very well. I remember yeah, I'm not going to even talk about that. But there are some stories where I just epically failed because I can't, I, I, I didn't know how, it's like not natural to me. It's not natural for me to communicate this way. This was a skill I had to develop by pushing myself out of my comfort zone. And through this, I gained a lot of confidence and a lot of competence in this whole area. And you might be wondering, okay, so probably speaking, how does that relate to relationships? Or like my relationship, how can, well, this is how it relates. Like, When you want to grow as a couple, you're going to want to set goals as a couple that will challenge you to grow into the holy couple God designed you to be. Like don't set goals or New Year's resolutions that are easy or won't stretch you. Like that's the biggest problem that I see when people set goals. They they set goals so that they know that they can achieve it. And yeah, I think there's there's a good balance where you should be able to, um, it's realistic enough to achieve it, but it doesn't really matter. Again, when, when you set these goals, it's not about the achievement of the goal. It's about who you become in this process of achieving a goal that's bigger than what you can ever imagine, bigger than who you are today 
where you need to grow into a, a different human being to achieve that type of goal because my my shy social anxiety self was not able to do all these things that I am able to do now. Um, so some things that you can do when it comes to your relationship is the first thing is to reflect on what God is revealing to you about your deficiencies in your relationship. I want you to reflect on like, what are the tension points that happen in your relationship? What are you both struggling with? Where are you feeling complacent? Whether it be chastity or your communication or your prayer lives together or how you resolve conflict, whatever it is, what are those things that always bring tension or conflict in your relationship? When you reflect on what God is revealing to you, these deficiencies, then you're going to want to set goals in these areas that will stretch you to help you master and develop in those skills. So when you're setting these types of goals, I want you to to think about a goal where if you feel like this unsettling feeling or you just feel uncomfortable or a little fearful just thinking about it, yet in the back of your mind, you're like, you know what? I could probably achieve that with my partner. We could probably do this together. But, you know, this is really, this is still scary to try this new out, new thing out. This is something that we have both never have done before. Um, that is the goal that you should pursue. For example, when Sarah and I decided to do a half marathon, um, I think two years ago, that was exactly what we're feeling. We're like, yeah, I we both do not really enjoy running, but we did it anyways because it, we knew it challenged us physically and challenged us mentally. It would always push us to to grow. And when, whenever we would get done with a race, it just it just increases our confidence. And we're like, okay, what can we do more? What can we do more? And then it got to the point where we did a half marathon and we crushed it. And it was fun, but it was still really scary because I've never, like both of us never have ran that far of a distance ever before. And it wasn't that the perfect, it wasn't the most perfect run, but it was through that process that helped us grow. So when you're setting those goals, find those goals that will actually make you feel uncomfortable of you trying to achieve it with your partner. And then lastly, seek the resources. When you've set the goals, Seek the resources that can help you achieve those goals, help you in this whole journey. Whether like you might be thinking, oh, you know what? We need to be become better communicators and be- better resolving in our conflicts in our relationship. Well, if that's the case, that maybe set a goal like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna invest our money, our time, our energy in a coach that can help us master these skills in our relationship. Or someone, a spiritual director that can help you discern marriage more clearly. Someone that's willing to be honest with you about your relationship and how how it is, how it really is. You know, it's not re- it's not easy to hear that feedback from third party about your relationship because it is it is a intimate thing between you and your partner. But again, it's not about being comfortable. It's about being uncomfortable. That's where the growth you're going to experience. Or you might be, you know what? 
you set set a goal about some books that you can read. Like we're going to read a book a month to enrich this relationship area, our finances or our com- our communication or our prayer lives. We're going to be reading a book a, a month this whole year to grow in those areas. And for you some of you are like I've never read book a book about relationships before. And that's totally fine. That's that these are the things that you got to do to to stretch yourself out of your comfort zone doing things that you haven't already done before because when you stretch your mind it stays that way already when you stretch yourself out of your comfort zone you you build a bigger comfort zone as a as a couple so you just want to continue to stretch those boundaries um, to see what you both can grow and achieve and transform together because you are being called to being the holy couple that God has designed you to be when you think about the apostles, the early apostles, they were not the most timid. They're not the timid um, people who have sm- who had small plans. They shared the gospel of Jesus Christ on foot and had to travel miles. And they had to put their lives on the line to share this message. They didn't care about what other people thought of them. They knew that this is what they're called to do. And they knew that they were the the most normal people that that Jesus picked them. And they're like, what the heck? I'm a fisherman. I'm a I'm a tax collector. Like, why I can't do that. But they can. And you can. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, through God's grace, through Jesus Christ. So with that being said, do not set easy goals this year. Set big goals that will push you both out of your comfort zone so you could grow and transform into the holy couple that God is calling you to be. All right, you guys, hope you got some value from this podcast. If you did, if you wouldn't mind writing a review on our podcast show, we really appreciate it. It allow us to reach more couples in 2021 that we are feeling called to serve. And we're so excited to, to be on this new year, this new journey with each and every one of you. Praying for all of you, holy couples on your journey in marriage. Take care and God bless. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until, Until next, next time, time, future spouses. spouses.